<laughs> Good morning, Funkaholics. It is your host, Nando T. We are back for another great episode. I've got a special guest in here, but before I introduce him, let's introduce the Funkaholics podcast starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics podcast. Yes, the Funkaholics podcast is starting right now. Guys, welcome back. We have missed you. I brought in a special guest. Actually, you already know him, so we're not really going to say special <laughs> guest anymore. I'm not that anymore. special no more. <laughs> I've been around the block. <laughs> he is a Funkaholic, guys. So, Jake, what's going on, brother? Not much. What's going on, brother? Glad to be back. Uh, back in the studio, you know, just chatting it up and, uh, you know, excited about the, coffee, the topics we're going to cover. Hell yeah. Guys, so... We recently attended the Albuquerque Comic Con 2021. It was over at the convention, convention center. center. Yep. They had it on the opposite side. So this was uh, Jake's first time going to a Comic Con, which actually caught me off guard. I had no idea on that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, I've always had intentions to go. And now, you know, I, I guess I couldn't pick the, I wouldn't say worst time, but, you know, coming out of the pandemic, uh, you know, a lot of people say it's not normally what it was, like you were saying. You know, when we talked to to Flo, shout out to Flo, you know, was, you right. know didn't have the other floors open and it wasn't, you know, kind of a thing. So, but it was still pretty neat overall. Yeah, he did prepare us and we got that. So before we get into it, guys, and we start talking about what we saw, what we purchased, dun, 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 there was a major, major purchase that went down and we'll talk about it. But before we do, cheers, bro. Cheers, brother. To another great episode. Yep. Very good. All right. So, Albuquerque Comic Con 2021. We we went, we hunted, we conquered, we recorded, yep. we chatted, spent that money. Spent that money. Yeah. <laughs> spent that money. A lot of cool things going on. Um, so... For those of you guys that that um, aren't in Albuquerque or you know have never gone to a Comic Con, uh, Comic Con is basically a lot of artists, vendors, um, cosplayers. Just um, it's a it's a world for collectors, fans, and nerds to unite exactly and come together and just uh, have a good old fashioned. Uh, Free for all, I guess. I don't know. Um, but um, uh, when we got there, uh, tell me, Jake, since this was your first time, what was what was your first impression? It was uh, it was really neat to see the people that uh, you know that definitely you can tell they have a passion for the things that they dress up as. You know, I, I'd always seen it on TV and I've heard about it, but to be amongst those individuals, it it just really just shows how. Um, the things that are important to them impact them, right? It shows that, you know, you know, a lot of people just think, May, oh, just this TV show is a, you know, it's just a show or this, this comic book or animated series is just that. And, but no, these people, it's, uh, you know, from, it's helped them get through struggles in their lives and stuff like that. And to them to bring it to life. And it's just, it's really neat. It's really cool. Right on, man. And, um, it's, uh, so, from my perspective, because I've gone to a few of these, and this one was actually smaller. Um, normally, the the one in 2019, before the pandemic hit, it was actually two levels, and you had a lot going on on both, both sides. You know what I mean? So on the bottom floor, you had something going on on both ends. And then on the top floor, you had something going on both ends. And the way they divided that one was they put all the artists and the celebrity guests on um, on the second floor. Right. And then on the bottom floor was all the vendors. Oh, and, okay. dude, I mean, it was so much to see, so much to choose from. I mean, you literally had to spend like a whole a whole day or follow up with a second day just to cover everything. You know what I mean? Um, especially, you know, for that time, for the celebrity one, it was stacked. Yeah. Um, Carl Weathers was there. 
Ralph Macho Ralph was Macho there. Was uh, Flo's dude uh, from The Walking Dead. Nate Marquot. No, not Marquot. I'm thinking of a UFC fighter. Nate something or I don't know. I fucked up his name, but Flo knows who it is. Flo knows who he is. <laughs> it's the dude that plays uh, Aaron on The Walking Dead. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they had a shitload of My Hero Academia voice actors. That was actually cool. Um, I got to witness Flo talk to one of the My Hero Academia uh, voice, voice actors, actors uh-huh. and he actually did the voice, so I recognized it, and I was just like, "Oh, oh shit, that's nice. pretty cool." Yeah. So, um, there was a. Uh, Lou Ferrigno was there, bro. I know that's one that you were looking for. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to see him. But, yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, I guess, um, you know, you give me the rundown of the way things were, right? It's a, it's a little bit – I wouldn't say necessarily disappointing, but left me wanting more, right? Um, because, of the, you know, the, I want Austin St. John, the Red Power Ranger, was supposed to be there. He didn't – you know, I guess he was double booked or something like that. And then, again, Lou Ferrigno was supposed to be there, and he wasn't there. It just seems like they really didn't have – <clears throat> like a, an A-list roster of, of uh, you know, actors or voice actors or, you know, just uh, celebrities in general. Um, so, I mean, I know we're coming out of the pandemic and stuff like that, and, you know, those that showed up, is, it's pretty neat. But, you know, I guess I just was expecting more. It's kind of like when I went to the Funko shop, right? It was really hyped. Yeah. Uh, and then when, when I, you know, I made the trip down to there, and I was just like, oh, this is it. I thought it was going to be, like, more, right? But I don't know if it was just due to, I wouldn't say disappointment, but it seems like I didn't really see much of anything there. But, I mean, it was just, like, moving through the different things and checking out the different vendors and the artists and stuff like that. But I don't know. It didn't leave me, like, satisfied, you know, if you, like, when you eat something and you're just like, oh, man, I can sure, you know, still still hungry for another piece of whatever. So, but, I mean, overall it was pretty neat, though, um, you know, seeing the comic books and stuff like that and, um different action figures and getting to chat with people that have that like-minded and the same passion for the things that you do and to have those conversations with a stranger you've never even met or seen before. Again, it just lends to the importance of these things for a lot of individuals and how it bridges lots of demographics, whether you're, you know, whatever race you are, whatever, you know, sex you are, whatever, anything, you know, whatever, you know, social status you are, you know, there's this commonality uh, that you can share over, you know, somebody's creation and you know become i wouldn't say friends but you know just strike up a conversation and be able to bond over that is it's something special to me well yeah absolutely man that's that's a that's a good perspective from it for being your first time and i mean there's going to be more to come bro let's uh let's go down the list and let's see what albuquerque comic-con brought to us so looks like we got Mark Paul Gosler, and i'll talk about that one guys <laughs> yeah, in a little bit that. we'll leave the we'll leave the best for last i guess <laughs> um we got michael bean um he he was uh terminator aliens tombstone and mandalorian had no idea he was in fucking tombstone dude and he was one of my I favorite didn't, I characters didn't i didn't either i, I did I, <laughs> and I was like fuck that's that's johnny ringo yep and i was like man because <laughs> doesn't even i mean i don't know it didn't look like him right yeah he's always you know with the mustache and everything like i really just yeah, that, but that was a shock. That some that shows you know you don't always know everything, and that was that was something that we learned today. Exactly, yeah. man. We had the G of them all, Kane Hodder over there. Yeah, you guys I, I know got him. To meet him. I got I got him signed uh, and uh, took a picture with him, and uh, thought he was gonna be like seven feet tall, but I thought he was gonna be like you know Kane, like yeah, um, this big giant, big giant. But you know we're about the same height. I'm six three. We, we're not you know it's not short, but and he's a lot of he's older and stuff, but uh, he's definitely a cool guy. Yeah. He's uh, we know him as uh, Jason Voorhees himself, the 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 OG, and we also know him as uh, Hatchet. Hatchet, yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't the first Victor G- Crowley. Yeah, he wasn't the first uh, Voorhees. Jason. He was like, what was it like Jason? He did Jason X. It was like five, six, seven. He came in later, like that, and he was, and then he did he was he was in Jason X and stuff like that. So. Um, but still, pretty pretty neat guy. And then obviously in the movie Hatchet, which I've never seen. I've heard of it. But oh, bro, it's so you've seen uh, Evil Dead, right? Yeah. You know how fucking bloody and corny it is. Yeah, like that. That's what you're looking at with Hatchet. Oh, I need to watch it. Then. Yeah, it's 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 old school fun <laughs> horror. Cool. I'm gonna check that out. Um, we got Steve Garcia. Don't know who that is. Uh, looks like he did like he's a voice actor. Or the Iron Giant, The Simpsons, a couple other things in here. Uh, Cats don't dance. Um, looks like we got 
Simon Wright, ACDC. Yeah. Um, Dot Marie Jones, Boondock Saints, Glee, and Prison Break. Uh, Boo Boo Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Descendants, X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, he, was, he had a lot of people visiting. Oh, yeah, bro. A lot of these young teenage of, girls they, were, they were, they were all about Boo Boo. They were all about Boo-Boo. He don't look like his name would be Boo-Boo, but right? I guess, it's, you know, whatever works. Gotta wonder what was going on with his parents when they named him. <laughs> uh, McLean McGuire, he's an artist, writer, publisher, dashing pimp of comics. Dashing pimp. We got Mustafa Musa. Um, there's nothing in here about him, and I don't know who he is. Peter Robbins, voice of Charlie Brown. I did see him, but I didn't get anything signed. That was really cool. I kind of... Uh, I'll go into that one afterwards. <laughs> uh, we got Melina, professional wrestler. She yeah, is she, still hot. Yeah, she's very... Justin Cook, Dragon Ball Z, Full Metal Alchemist, Yu Yu Hakushu. Yep. Uh, Chris Waycamp, Star Blazers, Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia. Brian A. Prince, The Predator, Black Panther, Captain America, Civil War. And we got... Nay? Me? Rufino? Wonder Woman, Grim Fairy Tales, X-Men, Big Dog Inc. Uh, Bob the Artist. That's all it says. (laughs) Eric Walker, Ewok Adventure. Lisa Wilcox, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5. Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, yeah. J.K. Woodward, comic artist, Star Trek Next Generation, Fallen Angel. Tracy Lynn Cruz, Power Rangers, Turbo. Yeah, not my uh, not my generation. Right? Neil Kaplan, Transformer, Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Voltron, Legendary Devender. Looks like he's a voice actor, I think. Uh, Dan Parent, Archie Comics, Kevin Captain Canuck, <laughs> Rashad Santiago, Face Off. This guy's a makeup artist. Yeah. Uh, Jason O'Mara, Batman, uh, another voice actor. Batman, Justice League, Teen Titans. Uh, Bill Andres, Gentleman Ninja, CCP Comics. Yeah. Kelly Maroney, Knight of the Comet. Don't know. Don't know. Ming Chen. <laughs> yeah, that was, I should have went and met him because... Comic know, book man and podcast legend. Dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> I thought you're the podcast legend. Get you on there. No, I, mean, they, I mean, they used to do their thing, but that guy, I used to feel sorry for him. Those guys were always so mean to him on that show. Oh, yeah, dude. Comic times. book man. But no, that was a good show. And he He's was, a trooper, though, bro. He's he, a trooper. He put up with it and, uh, you know... Some of the shit they called him out on where he was dressing up. I was just like, hey, he did it, man. He did it, man. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. I, I got to see him and how small he is. And I was just like, oh, oh he's okay. A tiny dude. Yeah. I, w- I thought about meeting him, but I was just like, eh, you know, I like I said, for him to we, sign. We, may, we all make mistakes. So <laughs> <laughs> next time, Ming, I'll catch you. Yeah, we'll get you next time, Ming Chen. Uh, Rosanna Rocha cosplayer vampirella and red sonia oh uh, yeah well, i think we saw her at the far end she was the one that was wearing the rogue we did rogue costume she is hot not guys for days guys <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that don't know uh what not guys mean it's the booty that's the booty no comment reserve reserve <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh I, so guys i was uh I was I was extremely excited um, because I had seen that Mark Paul Gossler, aka Zach Morris, was going to be there, and I was fucking fired up. Um, Should have went with my gut because before we left, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to get this Funko Pop signed or blah blah blah. And then last minute, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We never get to catch the dude. Um, I don't know when I'll see him again, so I just gotta I gotta go with it. Yeah. So we go down there. We uh, of course we got there early. I mean there was a line wrapped around the building, but you know security got us through pretty fast quick, and everything. So quick. that was legit. But 
when I got there and I saw nobody was at his table, I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? I better do it now or never. Right. This is my opportunity to maybe even fucking shoot the shit with him. Yeah. For, you know, for a moment. So I get the pop from you. I go to the table. There's only one girl working. He steps away for a moment. I'm talking to the girl and I'm like, you know, will he sign this Funko pop? And she's like, she goes, she's like, I think he will. Um, she goes, I'll wait till his manager comes back. She goes, but he signed something, you know, a while ago that was similar to a Funko pop. So I was like, all right, cool. So the manager comes, you know, 50 bucks for the autograph and then 80 or 80 bucks. If you want to do the autograph and the the photo. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the autograph. I saw him, you know, whatever. So they hand the pop to him and he already looks like he doesn't want to be there, bro. Like he's got this cowl over his like face like he's got his earbud in his fucking ear like he looks totally disconnected like you know so already i was kind of like this ain't gonna go well you yeah. know what i mean so he looks at me and he's just like what color do you want on here and i'm like uh, i was like and i and i asked him i was like I don't know, maybe the orange one will stick out. Because, I mean, that was my bad for not taking a fucking paint marker with me. Yeah. That was my bad. But still, like, you think all these fucking signings that they do, they would just have that shit right there. He didn't have any paint markers. He had just fucking... Um, Sharpies? Yeah, just Sharpies. Yeah. The one that I should have went with that would probably, you know, stood out over the screen was the gold one. But I told him, I was like, let's do the orange one. So he, like write something on there i think he put time out and then just signed it yeah and like gave it to me like no fucking interaction or anything i was gonna like i couldn't even like he wouldn't even give me the chance bro to like get something in and just say something to him just be like hey you know loved you when you know as zach morris on saved by the bell you're the one that taught me you know how to put the moves on the babes and you know what i mean like zach attack bro you and kelly like you know and nothing bro like it just it was such a bad experience that i just wanted him to sign the pop so i could move on with my life you know what i mean so so that was my story guys and where i was saying is you know i was considering you know getting charlie brown's uh peter robbins the voice of charlie brown i was wanting to get his autograph as well yeah because i'm a huge peanuts fan um but I'm kind of wishing that I would have went that route over meeting Mark Paul Gossler because, like I said, it was just a it was just a shitty experience. Yeah, and it seemed like like it, I mean again, you know that Monday quarterback that hindsight twenty twenty, um, that peanuts guy was like legit super you know talkative to his fans, and I know how important that is. Is like for one, you know, and I wasn't I was watching it, it just seemed like he was like ah it's like whatever right, and that's like super shitty, and somebody that and it's like. You know, sometimes when you meet, I wouldn't say the hero, but somebody that was, you know, important to you, like, in a show, and it's disappointing because you're like, you didn't live up to your expectation. Um, you know, and I've had, you know, met and had people sign things like, you know, Jason David Frank, shout out to him. You know, he's he's a fucking badass dude. And, you know, the Green Ranger, for those, he's a Green and White Ranger, the original, the OG, triple OG, still out here doing it, but, you know, making time for his fans, like, when we did it, you know, he was only supposed to be there till like six, but that dude stayed till like ten thirty at night. Till yeah. the last person that showed up to see him got to meet him, and like that's that's legit. Like, you know, who did that guy? How long is he going to be relevant? That say by the bell cat, you know what I mean? Right. And you're charging all that money for your signature. It's like that's not fifty dollars isn't just or you know it's not just like a drop in the bucket, right? Some people, and then I don't know. It's just a super shitty experience. Yeah. I was real disappointed. I mean, knowing what I know now and just going through that experience, am I still am I still a fan? Absolutely. But Zach Morris back then, anything else that he comes out with, pff, I'll wipe my ass with it. But <laughs> well, you're a fan of, of 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 him when he was doing his thing show. But as a person, he's you know fuck him, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just um, it's like. I don't know, man. It just it just surprises me when they can come to something like this and totally be disconnected when they know fucking people that adore them, you know, idolize them. 
you know, like I was even gonna crack a joke because he was wearing a sorry ass LA Dodgers hat, and yeah. I was gonna be like, you know what, bro, Boston strong over here, but <laughs> right, you know, like but I you said, couldn't even chop it up with him. Right? I couldn't even chop it up with him, and I was the only motherfucker at his fucking. Maybe table, that's why bro. he was all butthurt because you know there was nobody like there trying to to, to meet him. You know, maybe, maybe it, he's like, oh, you know, maybe he had that shitty, but still, like that, you should be fucking glad that somebody came and talked yeah, to you. Yeah, should be grateful. Somebody put fucking. You're only relevant as long as your fans <laughs> still think you're fucking something. But exactly, if you like a piece of shit, then. Just you know, fix. and these fucking guys get paid already. Right, you know they, what I mean? You know, maybe he's hurt. He's no Mario Lopez. You know what I mean? He's not on there and that. Damn, making, making that money. So yeah. fuck him. <laughs> Who knows, man? But yeah, it's just uh, it was just one of those things. So enough of that. All right, all right, we got it out. We got out the system. Yeah, we got it. We, we got, got that little therapy session. We got that little therapy session out there. I vented. I'm there I'm able go. to move on now. Okay. Um, I'll I'll just uh, you know, I'm just. Screech, bro. He gone. That, that's my boy. Screech he's gone, he's gone but gone. at least he, he, you know, I'll never know if he was an asshole or not. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, man. So, um, we got to, you know, walk around. So, guys, they, they, there was a lot of, it, it was, it was a good celebrity line. You know what I mean? They had them all in one section or majority of them. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anything like super crazy that, like I said, stood out or, you know, anything that made me, you know, really, really want to, you know, uh, start swiping that credit card. So I'm kind of thankful for that because the hunting that we did, we were able to find a lot of great things. But before we go into the hunting part, I want to give a shout out to Alicia and her table. And for those of you guys that don't know who Alicia is, she is my artist for the Funkaholics podcast and for the New Mexico Chasers. She's uh, she's pulled things out of my head and she made it to come to life. And I can't thank her enough for what she does. But this was her first year having an artist table at Comic-Con. And she absolutely had a blast. She told me how much fun she had, the people that she got to meet. Her cosplay was out of this world. Her table, absolutely beautiful. And for those of you guys that want to check her out, follow her on Instagram. It's Scribes of Calamity. You go out there. I promise you guys won't be disappointed. This girl pumps out artwork like daily, hourly, it seems like. And it just amazes me. I've seen her draw artwork right in front of me in under 20 minutes. And it's absolutely beautiful. So she's got a lot of great things going on. And I was just so happy to see the success she was having her you know walking or just talking with uh you know just talking with fans or um you know people buying her artwork and all that so just really really cool to see that so i was really happy with that yep definitely You're a talented individual so you know it's part local too right? yeah if you're if you're listening locally here in new mexico you know it's a local uh local artist so absolutely absolutely um so a couple other things uh, that 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 I noticed was there was a lot of Star Wars cosplay going on. A lot of stormtroopers, a lot of Mandalorian. Um, we saw Boba some Fett. Vaders, some Boba Fett. We saw Dad Bod Boba Fett when we were leaving. Yeah, yeah, Dad Bod <laughs> Boba Fett, you're right? Uh, we saw what was that? We saw Harley Quinn as a stormtrooper, right? Yeah, it was like, and that was pretty cool too. You know, again, people just taking their creativity, mashing two, oh, yeah. two different. Uh, Dude, that that Mandalorian that I got to take, or the I don't know what he was. He was just he was like he was all black guys. He was a stormtrooper, and if you want to see, well, he actually looked like a Mandalorian. He had like a Mandalorian helmet on. Um, but on, if you guys want to see, yeah, if you guys want to see what he looks like. Follow the Funkaholics podcast um, on Instagram and you'll get to see the photos. But, bro, this dude was fucking cool. So when I asked him, I was like, you know, can I get a picture of you? Bro, he was talking into a mic inside the helmet yeah. and there was like a fucking speaker hooked up to him. It sounded amazing. It, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he blew me away on that. But, I mean, everybody, the cosplayers, real cool. They were, you know, happy to be taking photos with people. Um we even found a, a Gila from, uh, um, oh, wait, why am I going blank? Uh, Ragnarok? Was it, is it the Ragnarok? Ragnarok or th uh, Thor, Thor, one of the Thor, Thor, Thor ones. Yeah. Um, this girl 
amazing the way that she put it together and and looked she looked a little bit frustrated carrying around that big ass those moose antlers yeah antler freaking helmet so she um <laughs> like the moment she'd take off she'd have to put her hand on her head because the thing was like falling all over the place but absolutely beautiful cosplay um Flo was dressed up as uh or is it a racer head or what's his name from my hero uh, academia it's a racer head but i don't know who the hell it is mr I mean, uh, azawa I, or some i don't know that <laughs> i don't know that my hero academia bullshit oh <laughs> uh, man so he did a good job putting that together um there was a lot of cool stuff going on, guys. Uh, we got to see uh, a couple of badass vehicles. We got to see the A-Team van. We yeah. got to see Herbie. got to see the spider buggy. Spider buggy. They had the Audi man, Audi, um, Iron, man, Iron Man Audi R8 was That's there. right. We a, saw that. They had a Dodge Ram Ghostbuster truck, which was pretty legit. That was nice. That was, cool. that was really cool. So, yeah, there was some really you cool You and Jonathan stuff. had a moment over there. Yeah, we did. We got to see the Breaking Bad RV. Yeah, the Crystal Starship, or whatever you call it. Yeah, that was that was there. So there was um, you know, for for it being on one floor in one section. I mean, they had it spread out pretty legit. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a there was a lot kind of it, it still kind of seemed like you walk around once or twice, you got it all done. Pretty much, um, and I think the, you know, now that we're sitting here talking about, I think the thing that it, that it missed out on was variety. There wasn't a lot of variety there, right? So yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is that it just wasn't enough variety, right? I mean, and so you couldn't really, I mean, what you found is what you found. So you, I guess, you couldn't like really go around and look to see if you could find the best deal available because you only had like maybe one or two vendors that had. You know, the stuff you're looking for instead, you know, I don't know, maybe if it was like a, you know, a pre-pandemic con, there'd be like more selection. But yeah. Um, a lot of Funko Pops. That was one thing that I was yeah, disappointed in seeing. A lot of Funko <laughs> stuff. A lot of Funko stuff. Um, and uh, no interest from me on that. So I think I've grown out of that. I didn't even, um, I didn't even has you know I didn't even have an itch for it, but I don't know if it's just due to the fact that I had already spent so much money <laughs> <laughs> that I had yeah. no interest. I was I think I was in shock for the whole. I don't know. We were there. We got there right at it open, and we left around three o'clock. Yeah. So we were there. So about four five hours. hours? About four, four, or five hours. four or five hours. But yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, our boy Jesus Funko Popping yep. was over there running his booth too. He was selling Funko Pops and a bunch of goodies. Yeah. We got, uh, we saw Alfie over there too. Uh, he was selling candles. You purchased one. I did. I purchased one. He's, he's such a good dude, man. Um, I had, uh, I had bought a candle from him. Um, the last comic con that I went to the Albuquerque comic con one and I got an Elvira from him. My dad absolutely loves it. He's got it displayed there with the, with the rest of his Elvira Funko pops. Um, but, um, you know, just to sit down there and, and talk. Talked to a bunch of people. I ran into a bunch of old friends. Um, the vendors were, were cool. Um, there was a couple of spots. I know um, I can't think of the name right now of where I where I bought from, but I had grabbed one of my Bad Batch figurines from there. I got... Um, uh, was it the guy that had all the comics too? I think it was like... It was over there in the corner by the venue machine. I mean, not by the venue machine, by the concession, by the concession stand. stand. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that place, though. But, yeah, that, that guy was pretty cool. Yeah, real... It was like Comic Connection or something like that, or Collectible, collectible Connection, but collectible. it was like with Ks. It had yeah. Thing. But, yeah, no, fair prices. I mean, I wish I knew who that was. Um, I don't think they're local. They may be. Um, no, he said he's from out of town. Um, I think they said they were out in California or something like that. So, for them to travel all the way down here, but, I mean... Dude, the stuff that he had was gold, man. He had a Batman hush there, yeah. uh, Moffex that I was drooling over, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. He had it marked at 110, which is not bad. Um, actually, a pretty fair price. Uh, the one that I jumped on was um, I grabbed a Bad Batch uh, Black Series figurine from them. He had it marked at 25 bucks. I couldn't resist. It's pretty much what you're going to pay retail. So, 
um like i said the prices were real fair um he had a she hulk there marvel legends that i had been eyeing but i kept trying to play the long game over there and, and, Han and it was gone yep then when we went back it was gone but he was having a good deal there too I, uh i had heard one of the people say buy two marvel legends get one free had i known that i would have jumped on that and grabbed a couple other figs um he even bro he even had the boss fight leonidas three and three quarter fig oh my god that one was beautiful such a tiny little fig but with so many accessories it's just really cool yeah you were eyeing that uh, that Lego set. That Lego set. Yeah, they had the the oh, man. If I like I said, I had already dropped so much. More. We'll get to that point, but yeah, we'll get to I that. I was already reeling <laughs> from from a purchase, a major purchase for me as a collector. Um, but they had the uh, it's a Lego set. As you know, Lego is almost worth its weight in gold, and it was the Daily Bugle set. So it was the you know the skyscraper, but it was like. It had different pieces where like windows were blown out stuff like that and had all the different villains in spider-man fighting you know, had like yep. mysterio and venom and carnage and the green goblin and it, man, it was it was sick yeah it was real nice so was the sticker price 500 bucks with their ass <laughs> it made me sick a little bit but man it would have been a real cool piece to have so hell yeah uh, i'll keep an eye on it and, you know unfortunately i wasn't able to pick it up then but you know i'll be able to grab it one of these days so. yeah that one was badass dude i liked it it, it was a. Uh... I know I was looking at it too with the you know that five hundred dollar price mark on there. I was like, I mean, I was already sweating over a hundred and ten dollar Batman. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like I said, you know, one of these days I will come across him and I'll find him. But I actually did find a Dark Knight Batman Mafex one, um, Metacom Toys, and I still kind of get the feeling that it was a it was a a knockoff, but. It's a really good knockoff if it's a knockoff. When I looked at the head sculpt and I looked at everything that it came with, the box was opened, which kind of made me nervous. But um, the dudes were, were pretty cool, man, and that's part of the sell. You know what I mean? The dude was real straight up with me, honest and everything, and uh, he had it marked at 30 bucks. And I just, uh, you know, just pulled the trigger on it. Pulled the trigger on it and, and walked away with it. Um. It's actually a really nice fig. It's a little loose, but something that I can, you know I'll get used to. The big thing that I like about the cape is it's one, it's uh it's soft goods. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, it's got wiring in it, so I can pose the cape and you know make him look like you know he's flying in the air or you know just uh, it's just it just adds so much more to the figurine and the and the fig photography from that aspect and definitely um, another another vendor. This guy was actually pretty cool, man. He was he was cracking me up. So he had um Oh my god, why am I why am I drawing blanks? So he had Hunter from the Bad Batch mm -hmm. and he had it marked at 35 bucks. I was talking with him and uh he had two of them. So he tells me he's like, "Which one you want, man?" He goes, "I know how people are about boxes." I'm like, "Bro, I'm I'm the one you don't have to worry about boxes on. I was like, right. because this bad boy is going to get open and I'm going to do fake photography with it. And he yeah. tells me, he goes, let me stop you there. I was like, okay. He's all, it's not fake photography. It's just photography, bro. He goes, whatever you're shooting, that's photography. Yep. He goes, so he goes, I'm not jumping on your case or anything like that. He goes, I'm just, you know, I'm a former photographer. So you're doing photography. So then he asked me, he goes, can I see some of the stuff that you do? So I pulled, you know, I showed him my phone, you know, went through a couple pictures and dude, he was just like, man, these are great. And, yep. he, you know, he completely surprised that I did it with, um, with the, uh, with my phone. Yeah. So then when I'm checking out, he tells his other partner, he goes, take $5 off. So I got him for 30 bucks. I was like, you know what? boom dude i'm like that that'll work so you know both both of the you know uh hunter and crosshair together i mean i paid you know 50 50 bucks 55 bucks for 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 two figs two, and two good looking figs too articulation is great on them paint schemes great on them you know they feel good the joints move real good you know knees are tight so good figures yeah and for those of you guys that aren't watching the bad batch right now shame on you i've got <laughs> a message from Omega here for you right now. My name's Omega. I was wondering when you guys would come back. You know who we are? Hunter, Echo, Tech, Wrecker, and Crosshair. 
You'll climb Force 99. Yeah, buddy. There you go. Oh, man. Love that show, guys. It is so great. And right now, they're on the ninth episode. So if you want to go out there and binge, you've got a lot of material to work with. Yep, that's what I'm going to check it out. I haven't looked at it yet because I like to binge stuff. So the more episodes they put out... Uh more likely I am, but I heard nothing but good things. So, oh yeah, dude. If, it's it's, anything, if they did it, if they did it half as good as they did the Mandalorian, as far as storytelling goes, and being a standalone, then I'm all for it. Oh yeah, you'll be happy with this one, bro, because you got characters mm-hmm. that you can that you can that you get attracted to. You know what I mean? Like I said, Hunter's a badass. Then you got Wrecker. He's just a comedic clown, but he's you know the name Wrecker alone tells you exactly what type of storyline he has. Then you got Tech. He's a he's a badass with all of his gadgets and the way that he can code shit and all that. And then you got Echo. Echo's got an interesting storyline, and you'll recognize him from another storyline. So the whole thing on that one is you want to research and find out why he joined the Bad Batch. Okay. Yeah, and then Crosshair, he's just a fucking piece of shit. But <laughs> <laughs> you always got every story's got to have a bad guy. So that's that's a uh, that's the Bad Batch's bad guy, but. Um, the the story I love where the storyline's going. They're bringing in surprise people too, so yeah. you recognize them. You'll be you'll be pretty pumped up for that, and it's um it's a great crossover. Like they're they're mixing everything in just the right way, and it's it's uh it's easy to to keep track of. You don't have to open up the Star Wars fucking encyclopedia, you know, just to figure out what the fuck's going on. You know, right. for people that aren't diehard Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good stuff going on with them. No, it's it's definitely it sounds like an exciting time. I'm gonna spend some time looking at that. It's a good show, bro. You won't be disappointed. Promise you. So uh, we'll jump into it now. Um, you know, as as uh, Nando scolded me, man, I felt real bad because uh, you know we 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 went together. Uh, but we didn't necessarily stay together, right? We wandered around because we both have, you know, we all wanted to see what we wanted to see. So anyhow. It's my fault, bro, for not putting it, leashes on you guys. Yeah, you should have put leashes on us, and that's, <laughs> that's the problem. You can't leave me to my own devices because, you know, I'll get into shenanigans. So. <laughs> and the biggest shenanigan of them all. And, uh, and this was purely accidental. So, you know, uh, as we've talked on a previous podcast about, you know, collecting and Sometimes it evolves, and, you know, I started with Funko, and that's how I was able to meet great people like, you know, my, our generous host here, Nando. Um, you know, and, you know, other internal things as far as community and stuff like that. You know, I, I was really heavy into Funko. I have quite a few stuff, but I've been moving out of it, selling stuff that I never thought I would sell. Long story short, just, you know, uh, keeping what I like and collecting what I like and just um, upgrading to um not that it's better than, than Funko collecting or, you know, it, it's a better collector, but just stuff that, um, you know, is, is it means more to me. So starting to really look into comic books and stuff like that. And uh, Spider-Man is my absolute favorite superhero out of any superhero that has ever existed. So I'll naturally I'm collecting his comic books, the Venom series, stuff like that. And um, uh, recently I'm trying to, compl- I was trying to complete my collection of, uh, First appearance of Carnage. I have it's a three part series and from nineteen ninety two, I believe. So that was my goal is to go out there and, and buy that book. Um, so I was out looking around, pricing it, and you know, it's about three hundred, three hundred and fifty dollars for that book, especially now with the new movie coming out. Everything's up in value. Um, but there was this uh, collect this uh, vendor that just had I mean, the most amazing books uh, available, you know, dream books for people. Um and I came across um, Amazing Spider-Man issue number 300. And for those that don't know what that is, that is the very, pers- very first appearance of Venom. Uh, it's a key issue book for any Spider-Man collector um, or even Venom. Uh, if you're a Venom collector, it's even more important because it's the very first time he appeared. So, um, yeah, while well, Nanda was out there looking at, uh, you know, Bad Batch figures, so this, <laughs> this book came up and... Um, has staggering price of sixteen hundred dollars for this book. Um, so yeah, had no intention to buy it, and I him and hot on it for a little bit. But I was like, I've seen this book, um, and it's all about quality of the book. The book was just almost pristine, um, and I just was like, you know, you can buy stuff online, but is it going to arrive exactly? You know what they say, right? It's got to, you know, got to be shipped. You know, got to worry about it getting damaged in transit. So I pulled the trigger, 
Walked, you know, out the door, seventeen twelve is what I paid for that book after taxes and everything. So, Damn. So, I, I, you know, shaking for a little while after that because that's, that's a pretty hefty investment for a book. And, you know, we just got there, so I carried it for the, the entire time in a big old uh, plastic, you know, top loader. Nando's like, what? You know, you should have, you know, where was that? We could have filmed that. So he was a little upset with me that uh, <laughs> he didn't get to film it because it would have been great content, right? It's, it's a, it is a pretty big purchase. Uh, Absolutely, man. Uh, but even more outside of the value just to, you know, share the growth of a collector, that story is, you know, not unique to myself, but people like to see that. And, you know, to um, get a piece for your personal collection that, you know, for one, I never thought I'd ever own it. And, and two, that just has a lot of... Um, sentimental value and and not just monetary value you know it's it's a keystone to my collection i'm a big collector of uh, stuff like that sam della rosa you know he's a famous uh marvel artist you know um venom he kind of did the you know i wouldn't say he's the most ven- famous ven- venom uh artist but you know the new venom movies and stuff are built off of his um series of lethal protector series uh which is what he's known for um so it was, it was really cool yeah no, that was, uh, I couldn't believe it, like, you know, when you brought it up to me and I saw it and I was just like, I mean, at first, I was just like, holy shit. And then, um, I mean, even as we were walking around and, you know, people are like, well, what'd you get? And then the moment they saw it, they're like, no way, you know, um, it was, uh, that was an awesome buy, man. Awesome purchase. Yeah. Big boy, big boys. It's a big boy purchase, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's big leagues now, man. <laughs> But, um, you know, you get the opportunity to send it off to get graded and all that. and Yeah, and it'd be, and it would, like, again, we talked about that. And it's not, it's to, again, it's a, it's a personal piece for me, but it's also to protect that investment. It'll exactly. Be that. It'll be something that my girls will, will inherit for me when I'm long gone because I'll never sell it. You know, I say never, you know, unless I need, like, a kidney or something. But, <laughs> you know, it's something that will, you know, will live beyond myself and yeah it's it's um you're you're sealing and protecting that memory bro yeah yeah and it, it'll always be all and it's and again it's built around there too it's like you know i was there with my boy nando and my boy jonathan and uh you know creepy flow but you know <laughs> and it was it's my first comic con so i mean there's a lot of things and that's like again that adds to the significance of when you collect something and i think uh like i talk about uh, all that Funko stuff that I use, it was it was around the community uh, and, you know, meeting people and talking to people. And that's what, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm, I'm too sentimental on certain things, but when you attach a memory and it, it makes it even more important. I, I wouldn't even care if that book was $5, right? It was a $5 book, but it was, it was you know, a piece to my collection, you know, but then I added on, I was there with my, my bros, right? I was there with the boys and, you know, we all got to share the experience. So it makes it that much more important to me absolutely man and it it was a blast dude because like you know you and jonathan took off and you know jonathan came back and you know jonathan grabbed his childhood right he found the playmates they're from the 90s yeah um you know he he grabbed casey jones he found a michelangelo with a surfboard uh i think he grabbed donatello and then he had a couple other ones this guy's uh you know the trench coat donatello and then he had um there was like you know they when Turtle Mania was huge, I mean, they made freaking Turtle everything. They still make Turtle everything, but uh, it was a series where you could push their head in and they squeeze their legs together and the head pops back out. So oh, I yeah. remember that as a kid as well. So he scored that all too because again, you know, recapturing a piece of his childhood. Yep. Yeah. He was a uh, he was having a blast. He, he it was <laughs> funny, dude, because he went and he bought a he bought a Spider Man. An old school one. I can't remember which one it was. I'm thinking... It was a Toy Biz. I think it was from... Like, was it Toy Biz? It was a Toy Biz uh, Spider-Man on card, you know, in really good shape. It was a really nice Spider-Man, too, but I don't know what it was, but he went back to that same vendor and, uh, and made a trade and grabbed some more Ninja Turtles. So, yep. yeah, he was all about the Teenage Ninja Turtles on that one. That dude actually had some classic shit, bro. I was looking at the Shredder Cadillac. I was... I, I was tempted to pull the trigger on that one because I wanted to modify the Cadillac and just do like a couple other things with it. Yeah. But I was like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to tear that thing apart. And then he had the turtle van right there too. Yeah. That was another one I was tempted to because you didn't want to get it. Jonathan didn't want to get it. I was almost ready to get it and I was going to turn it into a Punisher van. <laughs> That's some sacrilege right there. Yeah, I know, dude. Um, 
the door was mi- the 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 door that looks like the shell yeah. was missing. You oh. know what I mean? So oh, okay. to try and find that out in the it, wild even, you it, know, yeah that piece will probably cost more than buying a one that's complete exactly that's a problem there's something well, it's just a problem but that's a struggle with trying to piece back yeah to complete something retro toys so yeah that's why i had it in my head to do a couple of things with it um there was um uh uh my buddy sean and his girlfriend uh natasha were out there and uh, they were having a blast. Uh, Sean was kind of just like, you know, just taking it all in and checking everything out. And I kept telling him, dude, I'm like, you need to walk out with something, Sean. I'm like, you know, open up that wallet, bro. Let's, you know, let's let the, you know, let's let the butterflies come out of there. The, you know, the, <laughs> let the, the moths out. yeah, let the moths out, bro. And so he was, uh, I, this dude loves snake Pliskin. So we were on the mission for some snake Pliskin and, the the Funko one I've been trying to score for him. That's just it was uh New that York. one was a very limited series and it was only sold at New York Comic Con. New York City Comic Con, yeah. So the chances of us finding that here in Albuquerque very slim. So we checked in with a couple of the Funko sellers. Nobody had it. One guy was just like, I don't even I didn't even know Funko made it. Um, but we ran across the table and. Boom! There was a. It was like. Um, was it the reaction figure? Yeah, it was like a reaction figure. Yeah, and <laughs> when I asked the dude, I'm like, "Hey, bro, how much for you know the snake Pliskin?" And he just looked at me. He's like, "What? You're interested in that? Like, take it." Yeah. <laughs> so it was like two bucks. I looked at Sean. I'm like, "Dude, it, you have to take it." So he was pumped up. He, you know, he 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 paid his two bucks for a snake Pliskin, and he said that's gonna go up in the go up in his office um i got him the the soda funko snake pliskin and he was he was pretty pumped up with that um it's just um there's not a lot of snake pliskin out there for him it's uh very limited yeah it's like i didn't ever i mean maybe it was before my time but i didn't even know who that was i mean i know who the actor is but i didn't know the escape from new york or whatever yeah escape from new york never even seen that movie kurt russell it's it's uh it, it, it's an all right movie. It was before my time, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, so... Ah, oh man, I'm trying to think of what else we saw. So we saw a lot of... We saw a lot of areas with comics, Marvel Legends. I, I think the theme... Um, around all... You know, a lot of the things with... You know, with the vendors and stuff like that. A lot of Star Wars and Marvel, obviously. Um, I, I noticed that at a lot of the, the vendor booths. Um... Like I said, you know, we got to see that one that one guy that had like a lot of vintage retro mm-hmm. uh, collections, and it was a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, some old school WWE wrestlers. Um, he had uh, X Men, uh, Spider Man, Venom. I mean, he had a lot of cool shit there, and his prices were uh, were really good. They were really fair. I know one lady was freaking out. She. Uh, she was dressed up as Wonder Woman and she spotted like a Darth Vader and she was ready to pull the trigger and he told her the price and she's like, yeah, not today. <laughs> she ended up walking out, but um, it was a really nice looking uh, uh, Darth Vader. He had TIE Fighters there. He had, um, what are they, the AT-HATs? AT-HATs? Yeah, at ATATs. Yeah. Um, just um, a lot of cool, a lot of cool toys from back when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, a couple of things. I didn't. God, man, there, uh, that sword vendor was there. There's a bunch of that. I, mean, that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Joked about that, right? They check your bags for weapons. I don't know if they're checking for guns, but like, if they were checking for knives and stuff, like you could literally buy like a claymore. Like, yeah. In the thing, so like, what's the difference, right? Like, <laughs> if you take, it's okay to buy one in there, but don't bring a knife in. You can buy a sword, but don't bring a knife in. Exactly. So. <laughs> I, I just thought it was kind of a joke, so yeah, it's that's interesting. Yeah, that was funny, man. I mean, those swords are fucking huge too. I mean, I think they had the Conan sword there, yeah. they had Legend of Zelda. I mean, they had every anime sword was there, every like movie sword was there. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool stuff. They um, they even had like Silent Hill swords, bro. Yeah, Did you see how huge those were. I was just like, I don't even want to know the price tag on that. And like, where would you even put it? <laughs> you need a lot of like I wouldn't even put that on a wall because you just walk in the wrong way one time that shit will fall and cut your damn ankle off. Right? Like, no, <laughs> maybe even cut you in half. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but that was it was just the kind of the joke. It's like yeah, they check your bags for weapons, but you can buy a 
six foot claymore inside the, right. inside there chopping <laughs> samurai swords and i think they even had a vendor there where you could build like your own samurai sword you know pick the hilt yeah and kinds of stuff which was it's pretty neat too but that was really cool it was really cool um a lot of the artists they had a lot of great artwork going on i had to really hold back because sometimes when i get in there and i just start seeing all kinds of stuff i like i start buying it and then i don't have any i don't have any wall to hang up hang it up but i did find me a mandalorian with grogu really beautiful artwork it it looks the the way the guy drew it made it look vintage and to me i love a lot of vintage retro look so i purchased that one the dude was super cool too he was he had a great deal going buy two prints get one free each print was 10 bucks um so he was showing me a bunch of his other artwork he had a lot of great stuff but there wasn't anything else and like i said i had to really really like you know just hold back on the art because there was a lot that i wanted to get so i pulled the trigger on that one um that one's gonna go up on my movie wall uh something that i've been wanting to add for a long time but i just couldn't find exactly what i wanted and plus i don't want to buy artwork from hobby lobby or hot topic or yeah. box lunch you know what i mean something commercially produced right exactly i want something from someone that put their heart and soul into it mm -hmm. you know they 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 print their own prints it's not mass produced by some company you know so found what i wanted really happy with that um oh there was some other cool ones too bro so i should have i should have got it but i didn't but um there was a lady that was um doing custom so she was doing custom funko pops mm. um and then she was also doing like custom like trooper helmets bro and they were like they were probably maybe two inch three inch and the way that she had them done she had like um like moss on them and like they just looked really yeah, cool yeah, did you yeah, see yeah, those I ones see that that wasn't neat those were badass and then she had like um like a mystery bag you could do that um i i was hoping that i would see a mando helmet but i'm sure everybody she probably had those out they there sold, everybody yeah everybody grabbed those up that's the hot ticket yeah exactly um i'm trying and then she even had like uh pokemon balls that everybody was those terrariums were sweet yeah <laughs> those are pretty sweet i was like oh i mean it's Again, you just see people's passion for what they do, and yeah. you know that creativity. It's it's awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Like I said, there there was just uh, there was so many things that I wanted to grab, guys. That <laughs> I just had to I just had to pace myself and be cool, man. I don't shoot your wild right away. Exactly. So that was uh that was uh that was pretty much it for Albuquerque Comic Con. Yep. A lot of a lot of great people, vendors, um, uh, cosplay, just. A lot of a lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of cool people. Um, some of the outfits that we saw were crazy. Right. We'll have to bring Flo on for another episode to kind of give us the <laughs> the Comic Con after party. Yeah, man. It gets pretty <laughs> lit at the Comic Con after party. So. Yeah, it's little uh, uh, a little some racy, little some, racy. <laughs> some some tassels and uh, a little bit of excitement going on. Apparently, they put on a show um it was uh where was it held at was it still in the convention center or yeah it was in it the... he said it was in one of the um in one of the um in one of the panel rooms oh well to me those panel rooms are pretty small but he said that the way they had it set up is there was the stage and then there was a bunch of chairs and you go and sit sit down and watch the show that's interesting <laughs> well good for him i mean he's he's a young cat and just let him live his life right i always wanted to check one of those out man but i heard a bunch of different stories on it and Flo basically confirmed basic like pretty much what what i had heard so yeah there's <laughs> always uh, next year there's always next year there's always next year um plus we got uh we got el paso comic con coming up so guys we'll uh we'll cover a little bit more on that one so i think one of the things that i wanted to get out to real quick too was um I kind of think that Albuquerque Comic Con got this one out just so that they could get the ball rolling. You know what I mean? I think if they would have waited just a little bit longer and maybe the, you know, once New Mexico goes live July 1st, maybe they would have had more, more things set up or 
maybe what it was is they just didn't get the total amount that they expected for vendors because <sighs> a lot hard. of people are are dipping out now, man. It's hard to say. Who knows? I mean, I've heard different things, right, about the, I guess the guy that puts it on, the one that's responsible for it, he's not, you know, he's not too thought of too well. You know, he's not held in the highest regards. Right. Uh, but, you know, as of July 2nd, you know, New Mexico is, is 100% open for business. So, you know, obviously this stuff hopefully isn't last minute, right? They plan it in advance. So maybe they, you know, this is, they only were allowed X amount of people in there, right? So, right. Or who knows, you know, but um, uh, I definitely think that the support was there because there was a lot of people. Yeah. So I think, you know, we just, you know, maybe that surprised them or if they were paying attention, but... Uh, the, the fans and the cosplayers and you know they showed out so yeah it's uh you know we'll see what happens they've 2022 this, this guy runs the santa fe comic-con too and they already announced that that one's gonna happen and i think that one's in october mm-hmm. um or no is it august i think it, it's in fall though, i think right? this one might be august new mexico expo announced that they're gonna open up and they're gonna do their comic-con in october and then the one that the next one that we're going to the El Paso Comic Con, that one's going to be in September. Okay. So, got a we got a lot uh, a lot going on. I don't know if I'm going to go to the Santa Fe one. I might go just to you know just to get out and you know and go see a couple of things. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a there's a lot happening, and like I said, I don't I don't have the money to. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's not free, right? And then you know, obviously we got bills to pay. We can't. It's not all exactly. It's not, it's not all Comic Cons and figure collecting. One thing I was disappointed in, man, was the price of the tickets thirty five dollars, thirty five to forty dollars just to get in there. That's uh, is that not normal? I mean, I'm just asking. Like, is is that? I mean, you think? Are you saying that because I mean, so if it was normal and there would have been the full gambit, you know, okay, that was worth it. But you know, 2019, so I played twenty five bucks, and it was even more than that. And there was uh, it was okay. huge. So then I, I now that makes sense. Yeah. Well. So yeah, and I I mean I even bought the tickets early, you know, from from I, I think Flo went to Lobo Comics and picked them up, but when he told me the price, he was like, Hey, seventy bucks and I'm like, Seventy bucks for two tickets? Like, you know, what do you I was, and I told him, I was like, I don't want to go the whole weekend, Flo, I just want to go one day. And he's like, No, that is for one day day. (laughs) i was like oh my god i was like uh you know what it's been a while you know and then plus you know i i wanted to be down there to show some support to alicia because it was her first one so it um it worked out i was happy i got you know some beautiful figurines for you know great prices the batman moffix one i just i still couldn't believe it and i'm you know still kind of wondering but you know bane might let me know what's going on Mr. UPS bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you gotta love that uh, one. I do. Awesome. But um, guys, that's uh, that's all we got for you today. You know, just like the Funkaholics, we Goonies never say die. We never say die never because say die. we are going to hit uh, a couple more Comic Cons. We got a lot more great content coming, guys. Um, just a lot of good stuff and. One thing, guys, just to be on the lookout for is we are getting close to that 100th episode. I cannot believe I am saying that. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, you know, it's a very impressive, very cool thing to, to watch you grow. I mean, from what it started as and, you know, to be part of it in a way, uh, it's just it's really cool to see something, you know, come to fruition. Appreciate that, man. We're going to do something big for that 100th episode, guys. I promise you. For that one. <laughs> I was on the... <laughs> wasn't on the very i was on the very f- the first rendition of you know, the, the you were our very first special guest special bro. guest so uh i gotta be there for the so you're holding that title I'm down that title down <laughs> i'm gonna be there for the hundredth too so <laughs> yeah man so we got a lot of great stuff going on um guys like i said I'm not going to go down the list of where to find us. All I'm going to do is give you the spelling. That's F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S. That's the Funkaholics podcast. Find us anywhere social media is. You can also find us on every major podcast platform. That's right. Till next time, guys. We'll see you soon. And we've got a lot more great stuff coming.